ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Member FDIC. All right, we're getting you started for this Friday, October 1st. The Drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. We'll take you through the next hour with your phone calls at 877-420-TALK. That's 877-420-8255. Also, text line is going to be open, 304-523-2275. we got college football to talk about. We have high school football to get into, a couple of big matchups in the area. It's going to be one of those weeks where I have two distinct points of view for the same game. We're going to be carrying Huntington High and Spring Valley. Huntington High, number one and undefeated in the state of West Virginia in Class AAA, taking on Spring Valley. This is a must-win for Spring Valley. Try to make sure it gets itself in a position to, I would say, host a at least a first-round game. You want to get as many points as you possibly can with the system. You beat Huntington, you're going to get a lot of points. Huntington, on the other hand, wants to maintain its spot as the top team, and Spring Valley would definitely help with that situation. So Matt Perry joins us in a few minutes. We'll talk to him. He'll have the Spring Valley call on 92.7 and 98.5, the planet. And then the broadcast right here, Andrew Rogers, Woody Woodrum, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. That's going to be coming up tonight uh, we'll go on the air at 7 o'clock with that broadcast, but we'll have the previews coming up a little bit later on. And then uh, Jason Toy's going to join us. Cabell Midland taking on Oak Hill. That's coming up tonight on 97.9, The River. So we'll talk to him a little bit later on, get his thoughts on the matchup between Cabell Midland and Oak Hill. Of course, we've got Marshall coming up tomorrow, the Thundering Herd, Middle Tennessee. That matchup taking place in Murfreesboro. It's going to be an interesting contest because I want to see more of what quarterback Chase Cunningham is all about. From what I've seen and heard, I like this young man. I think he's going to be a challenge for the Herd. Offensively, Maybe if they get that running game going, it's going to be a little bit more challenging event for the Thundering Herd because right now uh, they're not getting over 73.5 yards a contest. That's what they're averaging. And Marshall's averaging almost 170 yards a contest. So Marshall definitely got the run game going a little bit better. Passing yards, I think it's going to be a, a shootout. I really think that... You're going to see two offenses that are just going to shoot out, and the way the defenses have played as of late for both sides, maybe we'll see a lot of scoring. If you're taking the you're taking the under on this, maybe you want to reevaluate that. Whatever the odds makers are giving you, if you're taking the under, uh, I might take the over in this one. Again, don't trust my betting knowledge, even though I tell you to on those commercials all the time. Don't don't do it. I'm just that's just friendly advice between you and me. Don't take that advice. Take this advice though. I would take the over. That's that's where I would go. Your mileage may vary, but Marshall's averaging over 40 points a contest. Middle Tennessee is putting up 29 a contest. I think I think Middle scores more than they usually do. I think Marshall will hit that mark. I think Middle scores more. It's the defense that is going to be the issue here. Middle gives up almost 30 points a contest. 
Marshall's given up on average 22 and a half. Which one, which one stands tall tomorrow? I do like that middle de- defense, and of course, you know Reed Blankenship. We've talked about him this week. You know, he's going to be a beast to deal with. So, where do you go here? Again, that's why I say take the over. That's my that's my decision. Take the over on this one. But I like, I like, I like what Marshall's doing offensively. It's just they need to do more of it in the fourth quarter. That's the big issue. No more of it in the fourth quarter. Um, make sure X gets the ball a little bit more. Definitely make sure X gets the ball. I would like to see Rasheen get more carries. I would like to see Knowledge get in there a little bit. But if you're in a tight game, I, I don't know what you can do. So just some, again, you know, thoughts on this as we have talked it to death this week, and we will talk it some more tomorrow and wrap it up as we get you ready for it tomorrow. We go on the air 4 o'clock live from Roosters. If you're looking for a place to watch this game, that will be your place. And, of course, you can listen to it right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. The Thundering Herd taking on the Blue Raiders. Marshall 2-2, two and two, not yet in conference play. This will be the first conference matchup. The Blue Raiders already have two games in conference, lost them both. But this is their blackout game. So if anything freaky is going to happen, this might be the game. And how would you feel about that? If Marshall went down to Murfreesboro and lost again, and lost again, lost in 2013, lost in 2015, lost in 2019, got the win in 2017. So if you've lost three of those four games, you won last year, but in 19 and 18, you lost. And this team has matched up well with Marshall over the years. This will be the ninth meeting. This is the ninth meeting in conference. And right now, if you take out the one AA games, just take those out, put them aside. This series is 4-4. I mean, Marshall leads the series 6-4, but it's 4-4 since going uh, into conference play with Middle Tennessee. Take those 1AA games out. Just go with what Middle has done since 2013, and this has been pretty dead even. So uh, Rick Stockstill, he knows the herd. Maybe we'll have to learn a few new wrinkles. Charles Huff, this will be his first year, his first encounter going down to Middle Tennessee as the head coach of the Thundering Herd. Uh, It should be an interesting contest, to say the least. We hype it up, though, because we want you to tune in. 7 o'clock is kickoff-ish, 7 o'clock-ish. We go on the air at 4 o'clock once again. We'll be live from Roosters for our pregame coverage right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. All right, uh, I'm, I'm deliberately saving stuff for tomorrow. So we'll talk about this more tomorrow, the Marshall game coming up. When we come back, our first of many conversations about area high school football in the Tri-State coming up tonight. First up, Matt Perry. We'll hear what Spring Valley has to say about this matchup between Huntington and Spring Valley. That's when we continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM at AM 930. 
brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank, the local bank that's here for every step of your life's journey. Member FDIC. One of the biggest matchups in the state coming up tonight. We'll have it on multiple outlets. We'll have it on Facebook. We will have it on radio. There'll be two different flavors of broadcast tonight. If you want the Huntington High side of things, you keep it locked right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. If that's not what you're looking for, instead you want more of that Spring Valley flavor. You want more of that Timberwolves excitement. Uh, You tune up. 92.7 92.7 and 98.5 The Planet, and you listen to Matt Perry, who's with us now on the program. Spring Valley, Huntington High. Um, why does Spring Valley win tonight? That's uh, that's where I challenge you to start. Matt, can you hear me? I can hear you. How you doing, Paul? I'm good. There we are. You know, I was hoping we would have at least no technical problems, but one's fine. Yeah, we tried our best. One's fine. It's okay. It's uh, it's an improvement from where we were a few weeks ago. Hey, perfect. I'm so, telling you, I'm excited for this game tonight, Paul. Okay. And why are you excited for this game tonight? Well, you know, Mike and I were talking earlier, Mike Myers, the color commentator for the Wolves, we were talking earlier about how lucky we feel. You know, back-to-back weeks, we have arguably the game of the week in the entire state. And so uh, last week, Spring Valley, I think, uh, man, they they impressed a lot of people around the state. Uh, That was just scoreboard watching, just beating up on South Charleston. And then tonight, they go take on number one on top. top. So when Spring Valley goes into this contest tonight, they're going to be a different team than they were a few weeks ago, right, when they played Cabell Midland. You know, that's something that we've also been discussing, you know, you and I talked before kickoff, uh, before the season, about how that game seemed like worst-case scenario for the Timberwolves, having to break in a new quarterback, having to break in a new offense. Uh, they had they didn't have a center until the night before the game, and it showed. They turned the ball over. They they fell to Cabell Midland. Um, I wish that game were taking place later in the year <laughs> because I'm not saying it would be a different outcome. I'm just saying it would be a lot more interesting. Um, this is a different team than lost to Cabell Midland. They've proven that week after week, especially what they did to South Charleston last week. Now this game also has something that's really important, and that's points. You know, We talked about earlier where Spring Valley, despite their record, the points might not be there to guarantee they at least get a first-round home game. They would like yeah. to maintain at least a couple of rounds if possible at home. Great home field advantage for Spring Valley. However, the points might not be there. If you beat Huntington tonight, though, the points will be there. The points the points come rubbing it, running in. They're number eight right now in the state. And for having uh, the record that they do, it just goes to show you how important those points are, even though it's only the first week of October. Uh, you've got to start looking at that stuff. Spring Valley to get two home games, they need a top four. It's quite it's quite simple. They got to be one, two, three, or four. And with Capital Midland having the win over them, that's going to be a huge, um, a huge, you know, roadblock for them. If they can take care of Huntington, that's going to be a massive, massive shot in the arm because we know what Martinsburg is going to do. We know uh, that Capital Midland holds. The, you know, the tiebreaker with Spring Valley, so to speak, even though it doesn't go to tiebreaker, they have that win. 
And so to take care of Huntington will go a long way of ensuring those two home playoff games. Matt Perry joins us. The game coming up tonight on 92.7 and 98.5. The Planet, the Spring Valley version of this contest, of course, is also streaming on our Facebook page as it is the Kindred Digital Game of the Week. We'll have the broadcast as well on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. So you'll get everybody's opinion on this game tonight in one way or another. Um, breakdown tonight, uh, where Spring Valley is going to be strongest against Huntington. Spring Valley is going to be strongest with their skill position as they've been all year. The worry for Spring Valley is the offensive line. If the offensive line can hold their own and give Dalton Fouch enough time to get the ball to those aforementioned skill players, that's the, that is the battle that Mike is especially keen on watching, uh, the battle in the trenches. If Spring Valley can get the ball into the hands of playmakers like Ben Turner, Corbin Page, Jace Caldwell, and Ty Bartram, they have the speed and the athleticism to come away with this victory. But it's going to come down to the big fellas. Where's Spring Valley going to have to have a major concern other than the line maybe holding tonight? Where do you think that the Huntington High is going to maybe try to exploit, take advantage of? Dual-threat quarterback. Uh, Lockow is a dual-threat quarterback. He has five touchdowns on the ground, eight touchdowns through the air. He is the centerpiece of their offense. And... You know, he's totaled over a 1,000 total yards this season already. If Spring Valley does not hold their lane when they are rushing the quarterback and gives him just a little crease, it's going to be a long night for the Timberwolves defense. Matt Perry joins us. Spring Valley taking on Huntington High. We've got the broadcast for you on multiple platforms, including right here on ESPN 94.1 AM 930. Of course, you'll hear Matt on 92.7 and 98.5 The Planet. As uh, tonight will be dueling broadcasts once again. Um, have you guys behave yourselves in that press box tonight? That's my that's my biggest concern. I, I always try to behave myself, and especially with Woody watching over us like a father figure, I don't want to embarrass myself too much. So I'll be on my best behavior. That's a polite way of saying he's old. I did not say that. I'm just saying that's a polite way of saying he's old. <laughs> You're putting words into my mouth. Sir. No, I'm I, I'm just translating. That's a polite way of saying he's old, like like father figure. He also has a long cane, so uh, you, everyone who listens to this show knows who Woody Woodrum is. If you don't, well, um, welcome to the show for the first time in uh, in ten years, and uh, we will educate you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Could you they, imagine? If they listen, <laughs> I mean, seriously. I can't imagine. You just well, you tuned in for the first time, and you, yeah, you you just you discovered the show. You tuned in for the first time, and you kind of like it, and you're like, who who are these people that he's talking about? And I don't know who that person is that uh, tunes in for the first time and, and doesn't know who uh, who the father figure Woody Woodrum is. Well, if they have grown up in the tri-state and don't know who Woody Woodrum is, they've lived under a rock. You know. Yeah. I mean, again, polite way of saying he's old. No, I just mean. I'm the, I've, uh, he, hey, look, it's okay. It's okay. I, I'm going to be that age soon one day. I mean, it's okay. It's you're fine. You're going to get me. I'm going to beat you to it, so that's fine. You can call me old. I'm young at heart, but you can call I me old. I share a press box. You know, we're the visitors. I want to be welcomed in with, you know, hey, how are you? Not, what are you talking about my cane for? Do you think you think you're going to be think going to be assaulted by uh, Woody Woodrum and his cane or uh, Jimmy Morgan Jr. is keeping uh, fantastic stats. Uh, I mean, do you, do you think there's going to be a problem there? Maybe visually assaulted with the death stare that you're causing me to get right now. Or, or Rick Yockey, who I think is doing PA and uh, runs the um, 
runs <laughs> yeah runs the music. I mean, you think you think those folks are just going to actually assault you? No, I don't think they'll physically okay. assault me, but I will definitely be put on the end of the press box in my little corner, and now I'll be shunned from everybody. Thank you. <laughs> this is the fun segment, kids. Um, this is the fun <laughs> segment because, uh, you know, when we come back here in a few minutes from break, it's going to be a serious segment with Woody and Andrew Rogers, uh, by the way. You know, I would like to think we started with serious tonight. No. Okay, fair it, enough. It was, um, it was a facade. It was, but I, I, you know, we tried. I tried to be on my best behavior. Because I, um, I, I didn't at the beginning of the show say, "Hey, look, you know, it's it's October, so yeah how um, how long does uh, your color analyst have to go with the Michael Myers jokes?" <laughs> he goes with Michael Myers jokes every day of his life. It's three sixty five. I mean, you know, I, I need to talk to Eric, uh, and uh, of course. Eric, uh, 92.7 program director, and we need our intro music, especially during these next four games, to just be the Michael Myers theme. I don't know about, I don't know about copyright issues or um, anything like that. But hey, it hey, would just be perfect. I'm just let me tell you right now, that's cheesy, man. Let's just stop that right now. That's cheesy. I would love it. That's cheesy. That's very cheesy. Um, Halloween Kills. Um, what do you what do you think? You, you looking for the, that new movie? You, you looking forward to that? I, I'll end up watching it. But I, I was telling some people the other day, I'm much more of like a psychological scary movie guy, like ghosts and like, you know, the exorcist, the poltergeist. Silence like of the slasher, Lambs. Yeah, like slasher movies bore me a little bit. You're like, how many way, different ways can he shove an axe through this fireman's chest? I saw that on the, uh, you know, on the uh, trailer for this new Halloween movie. It's just, it, those kind of bore me, quite honestly. Okay, so uh, that's, a, that's a thumbs down for Halloween Kills. It's, uh, what's it on, Peacock? The theaters in Peacock? Yeah, it's going to be on Peacock. Listen, I told you I'd watch it. I just, you know, usually I don't get super amped up for, you know, slasher movies. Okay. Uh, what is your go-to Halloween um, movie? What, what what are you going to for, uh, you know, Halloween? You, like, What's the, what's the I marathon? All, I love the, the cheesy classics. And, uh, you know, we're going way back here, but I love Vincent Price. And so the original House on Haunted Hill, Ooh, I always have to watch okay. that. I'm down with that yeah. one. And, um, and what about the, the Raven? I've watched The Raven. I have an entire disc set from uh, all of his Poe, like the, the Mask of the Red Death. Um, I, movies that Vincent Price did. And, uh, but my absolute favorite, and it's a comedy, obviously, but Young Frankenstein. I have to watch Young Frankenstein a lot during the month of October. Okay, yeah, that's um, a, a classic. It's um, I don't think the kids would watch it today because it's black and white, but it's uh, it's definitely a um, a classic. Uh, what about the fly? Would you throw the fly in there, maybe? Uh, you know, I've I've personally never enjoyed the fly. Maybe okay. it's my maybe it's my problem with Jeff Goldblum. No, no, I'm talking about the uh, 1958 know. version. Oh, no, I've never seen that, no. Never seen the original. Never seen the original Fly. No, I own up to it. Maybe I'm going to need to knock that out. You should knock that one out. Yeah. Um, you know who's in it? I do not know who. Is, is it Vincent Price again? Vincent Price. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Vincent Price I, is in that movie. I need to get on my game then. Okay. Uh, so um, there you go. You can add that to your um, your, your your list. Of, of horror movies. Yeah, and uh, I'm not going to ask this question next segment to Woody Woodrum. I'm going to tell you why. 
I'm listening. Uh, because we would never get him off the air. I, you know what? That's pretty cool that he, you know, I didn't know he was a scary movie aficionado. Oh, let me tell you, friend, uh, you come into uh, the office, his rotating uh, desktop background is like uh, all the universal horror movie monsters, uh, Vincent Price. Uh, yeah, he's, uh, look, Turner Classic Movies calls him when they need uh, recommendations for, for, mo- for <laughs> Halloween movies. Okay. That's fantastic. Matt Perry joins us. Um, far from the Spring Valley Huntington game, but nonetheless, it's coming up tonight. <laughs> We're going to talk more about that game. We're going to talk a lot about that game coming up tonight. And so, um, if you like, tune in. You know, Woody's going to be on with us. And Aaron Rodgers, uh, he's, he's calling the game. So we're going to get what they think uh, about the game. So maybe you can pick up something there. And, you know, you guys could, when you get at the, uh, the, the stadium, you guys can compare notes or maybe disagree with each other. Maybe you guys can have a segment where you're both uh, on the, each other's uh, broadcast just um, disagreeing with each other. I would love that. You know, we're getting ready to get off the exit now, and I'm ready to have all of the daggers stared at me. Uh, that, for the people that have been listening to this segment, Matt Perry. So, by the way, uh, what are you driving? Driving a sedan? Uh, don't don't tell me. I'm not going to tell you. Um, I'm going incognito. Okay. Yeah. So with yeah, because if you were going I have a Groucho, I have, I have a Groucho Marx mustache and glasses combination on. I mean, I'm going to tell you right now. If if Bill Cornwell was with you tonight, uh, you know, you would be a marked vehicle. I know that much. Well, yeah, because. Bill has a life, or has a bumper sticker from every place he's ever visited on the back of his car. Bill has a championship shirt from every uh, every champion uh, that's ever won a championship as well. I'm just you didn't know that's that, did you? That's the way he is. Did, I didn't know every champion. No, every champion. If your school has won a championship, Bill has got your swag. <laughs> yeah, we're going to miss Bill. He, he traveled down to Murfreesboro, so uh, it's just Mike and myself tonight. You know flying just the two of us and so uh we wish him safe travels and uh i know he's going to be listening tonight looking forward to it uh i'll let you get because we got the uh the next segment coming up and of course again um it's going to be a little bit more serious the next segment because well it's not me it's not us it's not us it's it's just not us all right uh, coming up tonight, but it's always a pleasure. Spring Thank Valley, you. Matt Perry, my guy. Uh, we'll uh, we'll we'll talk again soon. Matt Perry, my guest, the voice of the Spring Valley Timberwolves. Again, you know, it's it's Friday. We're gonna have some fun here. Uh, when we continue, uh, we'll get Woody Woodrum on the line. Of course, uh, the game is Huntington High Spring Valley. As if we haven't talked about it enough, we're gonna talk about it some more when we continue with today's edition of the Drive on ESPN ninety four point one and AM nine thirty. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Welcome back to the Friday, October 1st edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I've got Woody Woodrum. He's with me now. Uh, No Andrew Rogers just yet because, well... I mean, that guy's probably still prepping for this game, Woody. Uh, we'll have the broadcast tonight here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. But uh, Woody joins me now. And um, I told Matt Perry that I cannot ask you what your Halloween go-to monster movies are because we'd be here all night. <laughs> yeah, you'd probably have to do more like your favorite Universals or your favorite Hammer or your favorite 50s or something like that. You know, Matt impressed me. He uh, he started dropping some Vincent Price movies we were talking, and 
Uh, this was after he called you a father figure, which I told him was polite for saying you're old. So uh, apparently uh, he's expecting everyone to stare him down with disdain when he gets to the press box. Well, it could be. I mean, uh, you know, of course, the, you know, they're on one end, we're on the other. So right. we don't always see each other during the games. But, uh, you know, I, I'll try to work up a look of disdain if he stops by. Yeah, just throw some daggers his way. But uh, <laughs> I, I told him you were more of a Universal Monster movie guy anyway. You, you know, you're, that's what you're probably oh, going yeah. for. Frankenstein. uh the, uh, the original, you're going probably for the yes. Wolfman, the oh, Mummy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The Invisible Man. Yeah, uh, okay. And uh, Claude Rains was sensational with just using his voice. So, uh, yeah, I, I do. I love the Universals. I mean, they were my first love. That was the first ones I got hooked on TV with. And, and uh, But, you know, I watched uh, yesterday. As a matter of fact, Liz was out and about, and I watched... Uh, or day before yesterday, I uh, watched both uh, the horror of Dracula and Dracula is risen from the grave. So, oh wow, that's right. That's, oh man, I yeah. missed that already. I gotta, I gotta. Well, go. that was on. That was actually. I, I discovered that Netflix has a very nice. They don't have all of the Hammer uh, monsters, but they've got a lot of them, and they did have Christopher Lee and two or three, four Draculas, uh, the Mummy. That he did uh, with Peter Cushing again. I, I watched that and, recently. That was a good movie. Yeah, yeah, it is. And uh, then there were a couple more. So uh, you know, the 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 only one that signals for me that it's Halloween. I saw somebody on uh, some independent channel had uh, Horror Express, which is is Cushing and Lee and, and Telly Savalas of all people. Ooh. And uh, okay, yeah, it's it's kind of a. Uh, trains moving monster inside. We got to figure out who's killing and and do it quick. So, uh, yeah, you know, I I love me some monster movies. Though. I know you do. Um, not to completely just 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 yeah just rail this uh this, this yes. conversation, but uh, right. Um, you're familiar with Matt Perry. You know who he is. He's the um you know he he does the play by play for Spring Valley. Um, I know I, Matt. I know you don't get a chance to really listen too much because you're working our broadcast. Uh. His color man is Michael. I'm sorry, Mike Myers. Michael Myers. Mike Myers. Michael Myers. Yeah. Um, well, that's good in October. I mean, yeah, no. could you have a better color man than Mike Myers? Yeah, I mean, you right. Go down the sidelines, and you want to talk to you know, possibly uh, Freddie or <laughs> or Jason. No, Voorhees no, 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 no. Mike Michael Myers is the original. He's he's the original. <laughs> of that of that vein of that genre, which reminds right. me, um, Halloween Kills. How do you feel about this? It hasn't come out yet. I, you know, I'm willing to give it a chance. Okay. You know, I, I don't know. You know, you'd think they would have done about all with Jamie Lee Curtis they could, but any chance to get her on the screen is a good thing. So They're doing a – after this one next year, it'll be Halloween Ends. Uh-huh. Yeah, so this is a, a duology. I don't really believe that. It, it will end for this producer, maybe, but uh, those guys never go away completely. No, no, you can't stop Michael Myers. You can only hope to no, contain him. No, um, no, honey to no, hide. I mean, that's a that's a thing, by the way. We need to probably talk about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, we got a heck of a good game tonight uh, between these two teams. I mean, Huntington High comes in five and zero, number one in the SSAC. Spring Valley lost their opening game to Midland. And then haven't been beat since. You know, they've ran off some very impressive uh, at Parkersburg, 34-10. Uh, Riverside, 63-26. St. Albans, 54 to nothing. 
and probably the most improbable was South Charleston, 53-8. to And it looked like, you know, I know South Charleston was missing one or two of their go-to guys, but it looked like they kind of just gave up, you know, and uh, and didn't play very hard down the stretch. And uh, and Huntington had had a really tough game with uh, Midland, obviously. Uh, you know, a game they pulled out 21-17 and a game that proved the old adage, you know, no matter how much you're outrushing, outgaining, outdefensing a team, if you let them hang around and don't score enough points, then – they're going to find a way to beat you, and that's basically what that game was, was about three big plays for Huntington for touchdowns and Midland not being able to finish off drives. And, you know, they play, they played good before they ain't good since. So, uh, you know, that's uh, I think that's got a big lot to do with why Huntington's number one because they've already beaten Capital, they've beaten Midland, they've beaten Parkersburg and Hurricane. All those were expected to be, you know, playoff teams. So, uh it's uh it's going to be a fun game I think you know the uh, Saint uh, the Spring Valley folks are uh, doing a whiteout tonight on the road. You've got two coaches who are best friends, uh, Brad Dingus, 111 wins, and of course three-time AAA runner-up Billy Seals, 92 wins since he first got here, and one AAA runner-up. Uh, you know as you go down, Gavin Locko, the quarterback here for Huntington's number six. In the MSAC in passing yards, 783. The number three guy is Dalton Fouch of uh, Spring Valley, who has 918 yards. The impressive thing about both these guys is uh, 83 throws for Locko, three interceptions. 77 throws for Fouch, no interceptions against 13 touchdowns and eight touchdowns for Locko. So they both can run the ball. Locko, uh, number three in uh, MSAC in rushing uh, with 404 yards. But Fouch is, while he's not ranked, he's still averaging 6.2 yards per carry, 255 yards total, and three touchdowns. So running backs, it's Amari Felder and Jace Caldwell, you know, both of them at three to 400 yards and a bunch of touchdowns. And touchdowns in other ways besides running the ball. No, Wainick, Ty Bartram. I mean, what Mike Bartram's son has done for Spring Valley was instant offense. He's number one in receiving yards, 420 yards, eight touchdowns. He hasn't rushed the ball, but he has a touchdown on a punt return for 22 yards. Wainick, I mean, he's unbelievable this year. He's number two in receiving yards, 407, four touchdowns. He hasn't rushed the ball, but he has two kickoff returns, and one of them was a 70-yard touchdown. He's had five punt returns so far this year. And on defense, 27 tackles, four tackles for loss, six pass breakups, and a pick. So even the kickers on both sides are good. And, and Spring Valley has used as many as three different guys, but the, none are bad. I mean, uh, so, uh, you know, when you you compare all that, you just go, wow, this should be a whale of a game. I mean, uh, both teams are big up front. Uh, you know, Spring Valley not quite as big as when they had, like, the two guys that are starting at West Virginia University. And then Corbin Page, our tight end, goes 251. He's the uh, biggest tight end in the state, I would guess. And, you know, but they're going 251, 248, 254, 293, 281. So you compare that to Huntington, is going, like, 260, 290, 280, 275, and 245. So it's... Uh, 
it just should be a great game to call on the radio. I think the stands will be packed like they were for the Midland game on both sides. Uh, I, I think this is what high school football is all about. And it's also, I mean, in so many ways, it's a city championship. And I think as ESPN 94.1, FM and AM 930, we should sponsor some sort of traveling trophy. There is no trophy between Spring Valley and Huntington. And Spring Valley is in Wayne County, but still part of the Huntington area. Their address is Huntington. A lot of kids live down in Westmoreland, and you know that area of town. So I'm familiar with there's, it. Uh, yeah, just a little bit. It's a, I think this should, this should be a city championship in the same way that Huntington and Midland is a county championship. So I'd like to see that happen. I really would. I think we need to come up with some sort of traveling trophy. There's the C&O Bell for the capital rivalry. That's a great trophy. The Shield and, you know, Highlanders, Knights, both have shields. So that's really a good idea. We've got to think of something, though, for the Highlanders and the Timberwolves. I mean, they're both kind of high country creatures. We've got to figure out some sort of trophy for that, Paul, and, and make it part of this rivalry. Because I think this rivalry is just as big for Huntington High as it, as it is for Spring Valley. And I think the kids, you know, they see each other in the mall. They're all being recruited by some of the same schools. I think it's a, it's a natural to have a city championship. I just need to know what the trophy is going to look like before I, I, I authorize this. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. No, no, no. We I'm saying, I mean, we, we got to come up with it, but I, you know, yeah. I, I, need, I need to know. I. Yes. Because the last time a trophy well, was I, put together, they, they bypassed my rubber stamp, and let me tell you, <laughs> it's not very good. Yeah. Right. I agree with you on that, and, and I want to make sure that we find something that – that both coaches could agree on. You know, there's one other thing the coaches can agree on, and that was I was told by Billy Seals is not really giving up information, but I was told that uh, the coach up at Martinsburg had texted both Brad Dangus and Billy Seals today and said, I just bo- hope you both beat the hell out of each other. <laughs> so I thought that was a fun take on the game too, you know. And and Spring Valley, I, I think they get uh, get to play Martinsburg in uh, a couple of weeks after this game. Their game with Fairmont Senior, I believe, has been canceled because of COVID uh, quarantine up at Fairmont. So then they've got Capital and they're open again, and then they've got Martinsburg and Hurricane. So. Uh, I'm sure they're going to try to pick up someone in that Fairmont spot if they can, uh, whether it's double A or even another triple A, uh, because you know, obviously you don't want to completely lose a game. There's no points to be gained from not playing a game. Woody Woodrum, he'll have the call alongside Andrew Rogers. It's Huntington High Spring Valley. That's coming up tonight right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 9.30. And uh, also, uh, just in case uh, you want to hear the Spring Valley side of things on 92.7 and 98.5, The Planet. All right. Should be fun. Um, yeah. I mean, it's not like um, it's not like it's the top two teams uh, or two of the top two teams in the state of West Virginia going at it or anything tonight. It's nothing like that. Well, it's one and eight. I mean, I mean that's, that's look, good that's, rivalry. Yeah, but but eight there. eight lost to Midland, and Midland's good. <laughs> well, that was the first game of the year, though. And and I will say this: that uh, you know they obviously have had to overcome the loss of Evan Ferguson. 
Uh, his dad, Aaron Ferguson, played so well for the herd. And and Evan is a MU commitment, and he started his sophomore and junior year. And uh, but he's out with a knee injury, and can't play. And so they got off to a little bit of a slow start in that. They had uh, you know one or two guys that graduated off the line, and and they lost that game. wasn't wasn't a blowout by any means, 28-19. So uh, in the opening game, so they've kind of come back from that. And I mean, a team could have gone either way. You could lose that first one and go, uh-oh, what are we doing? But the big thing is is, is most people are kind of fascinated by how much they're throwing the ball. It's not that they're looking to throw the ball so much more, but they are throwing for big hitters. Uh, their passing yards of 918 yards is very good, but that's 19.1 yards per pass completion. And you've got Huntington who averages almost 17 yards per completion. So they don't. They neither one throw the ball a ton, but what they do is throw the ball very effectively. Fifty-seven uh, percent completion percentage for uh, Gavin Locko and for Dalton Fouch, a sixty-three percent, uh, you know, throwing percentage. So, you know, I don't think it's going to be a uh, just a passing game. Because why would you want to waste running backs like Amari Felder, uh, Curtis Jones, uh, Deedric Graves, Zaza Jackson, all for for Huntington, and you wouldn't want to waste your Jace Caldwell, uh, Cody Shy, Ben Turner. Uh, those are all guys that get the ball and and run with it very effectively. So I, I think it's going to be a heck of a good ball game. I really do. I think it's going to be a fun game to call this evening. We'll hear again on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930 and 93.7, the dog. Um, you know who's probably going to get Matt Damon here in the next couple of minutes since uh, it's almost um, it's almost top of the hour? Jason Toy, once again, is going to get Matt Damon here. <laughs> Well, we could talk right on through it if you don't want to talk to him at all. Well, I got to do the commercial break. You know? I actually have to do it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. I don't well, have I, to, but I mean, I if I want to remain employed. To... Yeah, you'll see me tomorrow. Uh, I see you tomorrow at 4 over at Rooster, so we hope folks will come over there. Uh, we'll, I'll be there. We'll be there, Marshall, Middle okay. Tennessee. Um, and you know what? I yes, have sir. I have reams of notes there for this for that, for that tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. I've, I Let Good me deal. tell you. Let me tell you, I got I got stuff, uh, and you know what? I got lots of Coach Huff, and I got lots of Rick Stock still. I got plenty of stuff for there tomorrow. You, know. um, you might not have time to talk, buddy. I'm just warning you now. Wow. Uh huh. Wow. When does that ever happen? Uh, uh-huh. we'll, we're gonna find out tomorrow. Uh, we'll hear from you a little bit later on. Have fun tonight. Uh, don't forget. Uh, make sure to. Um, give um, the Spring Valley broadcast crew a little bit of grief, just a little bit. And, um, yeah, you guys can compare monster movie notes. Okay, man. I'll see you tomorrow. All right. Woody Woodrum. Uh, When we continue, you know what? I'm looking at the clock right now. I was going to try to call Jason Toy, but, again, I think he's going to get Matt Damon. We'll find out if we can uh, make it work when we continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. We'll wrap it up today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. A little offbeat today. I I get that. Tomorrow, 
we load up the train and we roll because Marshall's taking on Middle Tennessee. We've got the pregame coming up 4 o'clock tomorrow. We'll be live at Roosters for another edition of college football today. Looking forward to it. And Marshall should be a favorite in this one. The line right now uh, looking that way for the Thundering Herd. However, again, I'm impressed with that quarterback, Chase Cunningham. I want to see what that kid can do. I just hope he doesn't have that good of a game of performance against the Thundering Herd. Their running attack is a little anemic right now. Marshall hopefully can start scoring in the fourth quarter and finishing and doing that closing the gap stuff that uh, we've heard about for the last few weeks. So all of that's coming up tomorrow. We get underway at 4 o'clock. You can listen to the game right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. And then stick around after the contest. We have got the post-game show. Hopefully we are talking about a herd victory the last two weeks. Not so much. Hasn't been uh, hasn't been fun for herd fans, so hopefully we can get back on the right side of fun for herd fans. Nothing like going home happy, especially if uh, you're coming out to Roosters tomorrow to watch the game. Check it out. Uh, it's going to be on Stadium tomorrow. If you can't watch the game, of course, we invite you to stay right here. Listen to the game on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Or if you're watching it, come on back after the game. Come on back. We'll be here waiting for you with our post game. We'll have a post game reaction. We will get your reaction. We will, of course, break it all down, look at it, and see what happened. Hopefully, we're talking about why Marshall won instead of where we think Marshall did not perform well enough to win. So, all of that's coming up tomorrow. And, of course, it's exclusive to ESPN 94.1 and AM 930 and 93.7 The Dog. You're not going to get that anywhere else. Nobody else is doing that. We're it. Nobody. So I hope to hear from you tomorrow. All right, that's going to do it for this edition. Thanks for tuning in. Um, We will be back tomorrow, 4 o'clock, Roosters. Looking forward to it. Have a great night, everyone. Hope you enjoy all the high school football. And we will be back on Saturday. Until then, 